Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We get to go to camp. Yeah. I, I'm excited. <laughs> Although it's not quite <laughs> summer yet, but we get to go to camp. And today we're heading to Idaho at Camp Perkins. Uh, Executive Director Signe White is joining us today to talk about Camp Perkins. Signe, thanks so much for being our guest. Well, thanks for having me. I am excited to to talk about Camp Perkins today because we've we've had the opportunity to talk with you before about this wonderful camp. But every time we talk about it, I just go there in my mind, and it's a beautiful place. As you paint the picture for us, take us to <laughs> uh, where we find Camp Perkins. How do we get there? Well, it's about forty five miles north of a, a little ski town known as Sun Valley, Idaho. You might have heard of it um, because famous people like to hang out there. But then you go forty five. 45 miles away from there, about 7,000 feet elevation in the Sawtooth Mountains. And uh, Camp Perkins is kind of nestled there on the edge of a little lake called Perkins Lake. It would be wonderful to like take the coffee hour on the road to Idaho and go visit Camp Perkins. Idaho is a place I've never been. What makes Camp, or how does Camp Perkins play a role in the Christian formation of the the families and the students and the, the children who are able to attend there? Oh, I'm glad you asked. There's just so many ways and, and uh, impacts that we have. But I would, I would kind of, I would summarize it in in three C's. I would say counselors and community and creation. Those are probably the most common ways I hear uh, campers and parents talking about faith impact that they see. So, uh, you know, the counselors are college age. We also have staff at Camp Perkins. Something unique we have is we hire high schoolers and when those kids see the staff get real about their faith and and let's be honest a little crazy about their faith the they they see that the staff show faith is real in their lives and having those secondary faith facilitators and influencers deepens the impact of their faith experience at camp they see themselves in a few years and and they just think that's so cool that you can be crazy and deep about your faith but also that community, they get to kind of wrestle with living in a small community um, for several days, uh, the community of kids their own age. And so also experiencing the faith of these other kids um, and the other backgrounds that they have. And so, oh, your life is like this, but you still have Jesus. Oh, your life is like this, but Jesus is still working in that situation. So they get to see God at work in the lives of other people their age. And that, I think, impacts them a great deal as well. Mm. And then, of course, you just can't beat it. I'm sorry. When you sit at the campfire um, at Camp Perkins, you're on the edge of a lake. And then the mountains kind of shoot up out of the lake across from you. And you can't help but look at that creation and and see the majesty and the realism uh, of who God is and and just how big our God is and what he has done and and then we teach the kids to do a little echo and and so you know we count to 3 and they yell amen or something else and and the mountains just reflect that back to them um sometimes we tell them it's the kids on the other side of the lake but we mostly tell them that that's just the mountain. Just <laughs> uh, creation. Creation is also praising God and shouting amen. 
Uh, thanks for painting that picture for us. I, I'm ready to go to camp right now. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> got some cabin fever going on here. <laughs> yeah. um, what is uh, you've already, you've already shared with a little a little bit about what is unique about Camp Perkins? I mean, the beautiful mountains, the wonderful setting. Share with us uh, other things that are unique about Camp Perkins. One of the things I think that is unique is that we are still so rustic, um, and and maybe someday that will change. But but the kids come and they live in a in a cabin with bunk beds. It's it's that traditional camp experience, and and they get to hike over to the shower house and uh, experience what it's like to live in in community and rub elbows with people in a different way. And I mean, as you can imagine, that's a little bit more challenging, the tightness of that community in a pandemic. Um, so we're working through how to um, create space and navigate those particular issues. But uh, that's one thing it, we love, just some of those very, um, I would say, you know, I hesitate to use the word traditional, but it's traditional. Let's get back to the nature. And especially, I think, after the year we've just had, these kids just, they need to run and play and get dirty and swim in a lake and grab a fish and and have that experience. And, and I'm I'm so excited to sort of get back to those um, nature roots and in, in all the creation because we are a tiny little camp. We're just 10 acres. So that's also very unique. I think there's a lot of camps that have, you know, hundreds or thousands of acres of land and, and we just have um, 10 acres, but we're in the middle of the Sawtooth National Recreation Area. So there are actually hundreds of thousands of acres that we get to play on. Um, we don't send them quite that far. That's a little far for a day hike, but <laughs> they do get to play um, outside and and experience what that's like. So I think that's another uh, unique thing about Camp Perkins is that um, we really are about getting out into nature and playing and experiencing that. Yeah. What opportunities are there this summer for families and, and youth? We are ready <laughs> to do it all again. Let's get back to it. Um, we did make the very difficult decision last summer to just do family camp. Um, and we do have uh, a really nice retreat building. It's a hotel style building that families could come to and, and, um, and so we saw quite a shift to that. The other thing that we did last summer, um, that we continue to do last summer is we have a unique program called Ridges. It's basically a five day backpacking trip. And so that felt like it could really happen. And we actually saw more kids sign up for that than usual because they wanted to get outside and do things. So, um, we'll be running that backpacking, um, experience again this summer as well. And we're ready to get back to our, our, our roots of youth camp. Um, and so it's a, it's a six-day experience. They come up on Sunday, they go home on Friday, and in between they have lots of fun, um, but they also get to be in that community, that Christian community. And so we're, we're ready to do it all again. Sounds like a, a wonderful adventure and uh, running through most of the summer. What's the, the season at Camp Perkins? When does the summer season begin for camp? For us, it starts on site um, in early July. So this year, we're actually starting our first week of camp on July 4th. So we're starting with a bang. <laughs> and um, we we do that because uh, I probably shouldn't I probably shouldn't advertise this, but sometimes, sometimes in the mountains, it snows. It snows 
in June sometimes in the mountains. Um, last year we had about four <laughs> or five inches on June 28th, I want to say. Um, hmm. So that's maybe a unique thing that we don't really advertise a ton. But so we start in July with our camps. <laughs> The staff come before that and we um, do some traveling day camp experiences where we send our staff out to churches to do VBS. So that takes place in June. And then in July and early August, the first two weeks of August, we have camp for um, youth and then for families as well. So you mentioned your staff coming in June and things gearing up in July. Uh, are you all set for summer staff? Or are you still looking for summer staff for this year? Oh, Andy, you know you know, we're still looking for the guitar playing lifeguard male counselor um, and so many more. Um, you know, not just Camp Perkins, but all the camps across the country, most of us are still looking for some critical pieces um, to fill in the gaps of our, of our staff, our team, our family that makes that difference in the lives of the youth. And and so, yeah, we still need female and male counselors. We need uh, folks who are willing to work in the kitchen and do maintenance. And um, we need a, a cook for the summer. And so there's an opportunity for somebody who has some life experience to come on out. You don't have to be in college. You can come out and be a part of our, our community, even if you're past the college age. Who is, is an ideal candidate to be a summer staff? Are there any regulations or things that people might need to know if they're considering being a, a staffer? Summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, you know, I've got a job for you this summer. Um, no, we've got, yeah, you know, sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say ideally people who work at summer camps are people who love kids and love Jesus. And we like to have all types of people. I think sometimes we picture those classic camp, summer camp staff is the wild and crazy wig wearing, guitar slamming, um, fun loving, crazy people. <laughs> but kids also need the calm, um, intentional, um, quiet spirited people as well. So if you think uh, you're not suited to be a camp counselor, I guarantee that if you love Jesus and you love kids and you want to speak Jesus into the lives of kids, we've got a job for you. Um, and it's not just a job, it's kind of, it's a calling, you know, and, and for any, I would say any life experience that you're looking for from engineering to um, being a teacher, to being that mathematician or um, a social media expert, we've got, we've got all kinds of jobs and all kinds of people to do them. As we look forward to summer and making plans for camp this summer at Camp Perkins, what do you want parents to know as they consider Camp Perkins for their family? Mm, I would say what I want you to know is that we are doing our best to make it an experience of a lifetime. We need to get outside and we need to be together and we're going to find ways to make that happen in as safe a way as we possibly can. We just need to gather together as the people of God and and whether it's as a family, um, a, a traditional family, or friends and family, or kids who become family, um, we're going to make that happen at Camp Perkins this summer. How can we find information about summer camp at Camp Perkins? At campperkins.org. So C-A-M-P-P-E-R-K-I-N-S dot O-R-G is probably the easiest way. Um, we also 
are available by phone. And, you know, there's something we used to use snail mail, but pretty much we're going to say the internet's the way to go. Um, so you can just find us online. Very good. Campperkins.org. Our guest today, Signe White, Executive Director of Camp Perkins. Thanks so much for being our guest and telling us all about Camp Perkins in Idaho. Haley, Idaho, right? That's close. We're between Haley and Stanley. You know, it, there's no real close. city nearby. Signe, <laughs> thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and uh, sharing with us about Camp Perkins. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.